Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one and only Ramon Foster. Brought to you, as always, by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open 24-7, serving hot, fresh food back home. Moan and I are in Florida, different parts of Florida. Moan, mm-hmm. you're up in the panhandle, right? I am, man. It's, it's clearly the, uh, what is it, the Southern Bahamas. I think that's what some people would call it, being in Destin or those type of places in the panhandle. So it's spring break and everybody's enjoying this. So we got sun today and I'm happy and we're hitting the beach. Well, my part of Florida is gray and gloomy and rained all <laughs> night and there was thunder and lightning. I'm down uh, on, along the Gulf Coast uh, in Bradenton covering the Pirates spring training. I would never come to Florida if I didn't have to, but that's just <laughs> me. Moan, yeah. the Steelers yeah. have been busy, really busy. Yeah. And at the same time, there's still some incomplete to their work isn't there it, it still is man you got to figure out you know how much depth you're going to have at wide receiver uh still i yep. think that's a huge part of it i'll go offense first i i do think what whatever they decide on you know if they're going to commit to uh gentry if i'm not mistaken here him being the number two tight end you still got to have to if not a third guy that you really trust you know the times we've always been good there's been hey there's been Heath, there's been Matt Spade, but you just speak about a good group of guys. And then you also got a, DJ Johnson was another guy, you know, that's really good blocking tight end. So shoring up that position is always going to be good. I say this with the offensive sign, offensive line signings, I would go out and say this. They are, if for anything, what's going to happen? They have depth. I think you still have depth with Kendrick, depending on if he's a starter or not, if they decide to move him to a guard. You have Dotson, starter or not, you still got depth. And then the other guy, and I saw the comments, of course, well, what happened to Zach Banner? We hadn't even really addressed that situation much at oh. all. You, oh, you, you know, and right. We didn't play a whole lot last year, of course, coming back from the ACL injury and whatnot. I think ACL or Achilles? ACL. Yeah, ACL, ACL. injury. Yep. Uh, they locked him into a two-year deal. That was year one of it last year. He has this year also probably to compete at this time, probably against maybe the left tackle. You know, um, I think that's pretty much where it's at at this point, and uh, if for for anything, again, you have depth at that position. So, yeah, well, of there's course, depth. Him being I, a I guess the side that concerns me is the is the defense, and I I, I look and I see and that's where we're going. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see holes over there, a big hole at inside linebacker because I don't expect Joe Schober to be back. Um, we don't no. know yet what's going to happen with Terrell Edmonds. He's mm-hmm. 25 years old. He's durable. He never leaves the field. Best ability is availability and all that other stuff. And then there's also cornerback. So th- there's yeah. there's some holes to fill. And I still think you got to go get a young D tackle. 
I do see that being a position that has to be addressed mm. in this draft also. And, and you can't have enough outside rushes to for being real. You know, uh, giving up was Melvin Ingram last year. Uh, for a draft pick, of course, you got to have somebody that's going to give TJ a spell. TJ did miss uh, some time last year dealing with the growing issue and stuff like that. So it's a matter of having somebody that's going to be able to keep him on the field to give him a spare uh, a breath when you don't need a huge drop-off. Again, corners always got to be at a premium for the Steelers when it comes down to it, man. I, I expect some moves to be made. But the beauty of what's happening is you can do these things through the draft. I know it's to be a deeper D-tackle, D-line draft more than anything this year. And I think it was smarter than the Steelers sign offensive uh, linemen simply because I think the good ones are going to be gone, although there is a huge depth in this draft. But you got good D-tackles in this league, in this draft, and you got good secondary also. And that's what I'm looking for them to fill up those roles. And then the other part of it, too, if we're just being honest, running back position also has to have one more guy at that position if they're going to continue to have Kenny yeah. Snell as a guy behind Najee. So, again, there are some holes still to be filled, but I think if we're looking back off of what the Steelers have done before uh, the opening of free agency, uh, I- I'm glad they've pretty much just – I think Steeler Nation right now is at an ease of what's happened so far with still room <laughs> to get better. <laughs> That's fair. I guess if there's one individual to single out in in this whole scene, yeah, it would be the one who most often gets singled out, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, there's a pretty good sense right now around the league that Juju's value is, like, close to this. I, and I, and, and I, I understand what he means in... To the Steelers, I understand mm-hmm. what he means to Pittsburgh. I am yep. on the record as wanting him back in large part because he's a tremendous run blocker uh, as mm-hmm. a wide receiver. But he also catches the football. He has a really high catch rate of, of, of targets to receptions. Uh, and, Moan, why do people or teams outside Pittsburgh not value him anymore. Let's let's get blunt here. What what's missing? You you got a question. Well, it's it's a few things you know. You know he can play really well. He's a tough guy. He can fit a certain scheme. I think that is the biggest part of it too is fitting a certain scheme. And and also the help as of late. What are you going to get week in and week out when it comes down to his availability a little bit too? And that sucks. Somebody was asking me, uh my brother, not somebody, my brother was asking me earlier, who would you take Jarvis Landry or Juju Smith Schuster? And I was just like, I take Juju. I think he has the ability to catch the ball better downfield. I think he's tough. And also he's younger. But it's a matter of what are you going to pay him because depending on what him and his agent are asking for, he can ask for almost double-digit millions at a point on the low end of it. But do you feel comfortable committing that to him? And I don't think many do. I think his resume says he is kind of do that type of payday. But, of course, business doesn't care about your feelings. And if they have a market no. set for you already, it's not it's not much you can honestly do to push it up if other teams aren't willing to play ball with you and your agents or other teams. I'll be honest, the first wave of money that's already left, I'm a little shocked he's not in it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, see, to me, Moan, you mentioned his health, and there was the obvious shoulder injury that he had this past season. But 
I still think of him getting that knee drained every Friday, and I still think of him lacking that same explosiveness that we saw from him as a rookie. You know what I'm talking about when it was all juju all the time. Okay. And that just hasn't been there. And there's no way NFL evaluators don't see it. You know what? It's got to be the right system. And it's also got to be, he's a number two. Yeah. Then there's that. When we come back, we're going to turn our attention to a favorite topic based in the city of Cleveland. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and an especially sad segment of the Ramon Show. So we're going to talk about this sad, sad story of one Baker Mayfield in the city of Cleveland who took the time yesterday, though no one had asked, for him to sit down and write up this like long love letter to the city of oh Cleveland, which he insisted was not really anything to be taken as sort of hidden meaning because the Browns had entertained discussions with Deshaun Watson. Moan, has there ever been a player in the NFL who doesn't realize how bad he is the way this guy does? Um, at the quarterback position? No, I do not think so, man. And it's so bothersome to me because you know how I feel about quarterbacks, okay? Number one, like, so is my response to his to his uh, message. So that's, that's my exact response. But then it's also like Cleveland, y'all just going to find ways that Cleveland, any situation is given to the masses, huh? Like, just let it go. But Baker, <laughs> you control this. This was on you again. DK, you know my motto when it comes down to guys doing stuff outside of the game, right? It's always been the same since day one and I got in this league. I don't care if you rap. I don't care if you sing. I don't care if you go on shows. I don't care if you pick up basketball in the offseason. I don't care if you do commercial after commercial after commercial. When it all boils down, none of that crap matters unless you perform on what got you to that point, Baker, and it is playing football and the realization that you need to be a better football player than you are in your commercials. By the way, love the commercials. Didn't make me switch insurance companies. Love the commercials and your acting, okay? Commercials are great. That being said, (laughs) all of those things that you do, you better grind your ass off and be a better player year in and year out to keep the dogs (laughs) off your behind. Period. I don't care what you do. Dancing with the stars, cool. Go <laughs> do that. When dogs, we so on that field, oh my God. <laughs> I have no sympathy for it. Because again, Baker will be given another opportunity because why? He's a first round draft pick and he's a quarterback. So cry me a river. I think it's one outside the stadium when we play there in the wintertime and we're freezing our balls off. So yeah, no, no sympathy from this guy. <laughs> Here's our general rule of thumb when you're operating on social media. (laughs) If you start a tweet with this sentence, with many (laughs) uncertainties, here is where my head and heart is. Just stop, put it in drafts, come back to it a little bit later, and hit the delete key with a sledgehammer. Just whack it until you have no more laptop. 
unbelievable. But you yes. know what? I'm glad it's happening in Cleveland. When we come back, it's the Hey Moan <laughs> segment and another one that you won't want to miss. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and it's time for our Hey Moan segment, which today comes from CJ Calazzi, who says, Hey Moan, great show, guys, uh, but you now have no excuse for not cruising back to Pittsburgh with the great Ramon Grader and visiting the new DK Pittsburgh Sports <laughs> Studio downtown and to be back at Heinz Field for a DK slash Ramon reunion. See, I like the way CJ thinks. He sees those pulsating speakers, those SpongeBob <laughs> speakers from the Jellyfish episode. Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. That's what Moan's got going on back there. CJ wants to see it in person. What's crazy is why are you so fluent in SpongeBob? That's the real question right there, DK. How are you so fluent in SpongeBob? Those are the questions that I have. But aside from that, I will make that trip. I will come see the new headquarters. And truth be told, since I retired, I hadn't been back. One, because of the pandemic. And then two, my kids are playing fall ball. But I will make it a point to come up and christen the new space that you have downtown. And not many people can say that, man. What a cool, cool thing that you have going on. I want to be on the field waving a terrible towel, too. So, yeah, that's (laughs) on my docket. That's actually really cool. I mean, to, to be able to come back to Pittsburgh, yeah. and I know that when when Ben Roethlisberger asked you, invited you to come back uh, for his final home game, you were unable to uh, for a I medical know. reason. And it's just the, the just coming back and, and being able to see your guys. I, I See, I could see you. Like, you would show up in yeah. Heinz Field, and you wouldn't go sit in, like, some luxury suites or something. <laughs> I could see you sitting out in the yellow, you know? Yeah, I I need to be with the people, man. That's one thing I've never been afforded to be able to do. I've never been afforded to go to a game, tailgate, be in the crowd, enjoy, yell, scream, get mad, maybe throw some popcorn on somebody. I've never been able to do those things. I want to be that lady that sat sat behind the offensive line when we were having a stagnant day and just yell at those guys, you guys are paying millions of dollars. You need to get off your behinds and do it for us, the fans. I want to do that, DK. Uh, She did that to you guys at Heinz Field, like right from the sideline? Oh, my. I'll have to give you some story. There is this one lady. I don't know who she was, but she ran down to, like, the bottom of the fence area and just let us have it. And all I can say, where are your chaperones because you shouldn't be down here telling us how to do our jobs and lady it was one or two bad series i'll never forget that she just went off and i saw her poor husband he was just like oh my god like why did i marry into this family but that's the passion stiller nation i want to be a part of that at some point see you have you have young kids too you can't pretend you didn't know what i was referring to with the spongebob jellyfish episode especially the jellyfish episode it doesn't even have a plot it's just jellyfish going 
You knew exactly I what I was talking about. <laughs> That's because my kids are young enough. <laughs> and this is what this is the beauty of kids. We'll be sitting in a living room. They'll have their technology or devices in front of them. And the main TV in the living room is either on the Loud House or SpongeBob SquarePants, okay? And I'm just like, why am I even paying bills in this house? This living room doesn't belong to me at all. <laughs> yes. We will have one final episode of the Ramon Foster Show Ooh. coming up tomorrow. Wait a second. Today's Wednesday. Today's, just Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. I just forgot what day it is. We actually have two more of these this week. It's every day. I don't know. Being in this... Being in this horrendous muggy weather is really messing with me here. We're, we'll have a lot of Ramon shows this week. Let's talk tomorrow, Ramon. Hi, DK.